1: Do you know that the number one law, unwritten law, of the Holy Land was hospitality? Hospitality. I'm reading from the 10th chapter of St. Luke, verse 38. Now as they went on their way, he entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. But Martha was distracted by her many tasks. So she came to Jesus and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? In Lord, it's all about hospitality. She's looking in your face and I'm doing all the cooking. I just made the chicken soup and i'm i need help hospitality what does jesus say tell her then to help me but the lord answered her martha martha you are worried and distracted by many things there is need of only one thing mary has chosen the better part and it will not be taken away from her the better part was listening to jesus But Martha is no slouch. In the 11th chapter of St. John, the uh, resurrection, Jesus says, I am the resurrection. Martha says, I have come to believe that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God, the same profession of faith that Peter made. So Martha's no slouch. We don't want to look down on Martha. She just had it wrong that day. Mary chose the better part. Even the hospitality was to be listening to Jesus. Are we listening to Jesus or are we listening to our fears? Are we listening to Jesus or are we listening to our problems, our troubles? It's all about listening to Jesus. Somebody called me yesterday. She was frantic, frantic. And I said to her, the Lord is taking care of it. She didn't believe it. I said, the Lord is taking care of it. She didn't believe it. She wrote me a note and said, the Lord took care of it. You see, (laughs) being frantic doesn't help doing anybody any good. Being frantic is just digging a hole and getting in it yourself. She needed to know that the Lord was in charge and that he was gonna bring good out of all this. And that's the way it is. He is going to bring good out of all this. Mary chose the better part. Let Anthony talk to us about that.
2: Yeah, so the better part is sitting by Jesus' feet. Just letting God fill you. We're all called to serve others and be hospitable, but it needs to come from a place of overflow. We should never be frantic or impatient or feel that we're empty. Because when we sit by God's feet first and we let Jesus love us and you let Jesus love you and love on Jesus, suddenly you'll be so filled with the love of God and all of the glory of God and the majesty of God that it will just you can't help but you'll spill out onto others. Now, like Martha, it's very, very, very important to help others and to be hospitable and to do works of charity and service, but it needs to come out of a place of overflow from sitting at the feet of Jesus. You know, what we receive from prayer and from Jesus will never be taken away from you. You're gaining eternal value. Now through our works and service, you know, we could buy a house, we could have money that might all go, but what will never go. And what you'll have into eternity is the knowledge and the wisdom that you gain by prayer and sitting with the Lord and letting the Lord fill you. And through that, you begin to go out and do many, many powerful acts for the Lord let the lord fill you how we need the
1: filling of the lord how we need the holy spirit oh yes i'm reading from the 11th chapter of saint luke jesus was praying in a certain place and after he had finished one of his disciples said to him lord teach us to pray as john taught his disciples he said to them when you pray say Father, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. We don't believe that, that Jesus says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Yet we pray thee, our Father, every day, and we don't believe that the will of God as to what happens on the earth should be happening in heaven there is no sickness in heaven, no one is sick in heaven, no one has cancer in heaven, no one has financial problems in heaven. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We don't even think about that. We just say, our Father, what in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. No. Just think about that. Jesus is teaching us that what happens on the earth should be happening in heaven, and what happens in heaven should be happening on the earth. Oh yes, and that's so good that we know that Jesus always wants to heal. Why? Because no one's sick in heaven. No one's sick in heaven. You might have problems with your finances, as it is in heaven. Nobody has financial problems in heaven. You say, but Father, you're talking out of your hat. No, I'm not talking out of my hat. I'm talking out of my heart. Because this is what God wants. Thy kingdom come, thy
2: will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So true, and I think it's just important that I mention, as Mary sat at Jesus' feet, the best way that we have to do that on this earth and me and father Tom, the morning is sit in front of the blessed sacrament. We know that the same Jesus who walked that earth this earth is now present in the blessed sacrament and you go to adoration. I was laying at the feet of Jesus today in the blessed sacrament, just asking him to let me receive like Mary did in this passage. So we are carriers of heaven. You know, we have heaven on this earth in the form of Mass, in the form of adoration in the Eucharist, you know, in praise and worship in the Bible. But we are supposed to be carriers of heavy, heaven, carriers of the glory, carriers of the kingdom of God, the kingdom realm. In the kingdom realm, like in heaven, well, in heaven, there's no need for healing. But the truth is in heaven, everyone already is healed. So when we carry heaven in us, Jesus can work through us and through you to heal people and to to love on people, to fill people with all the grace. So, Lord, just, you know, better than I can say, we ask for impartation of the glory of heaven. Let the cloud come come upon this earth. You know, we read throughout all the Bible, the Old Testament and the New Testament, with a glory cloud where heaven would invade earth. And it it, it does. It does. And this happens all over the world. You know, we might never have experienced it. Or you might not have your awareness on it, but it's an experience that's available to you. And it's an experience that as we continue to talk about on earth as it is in heaven, this divine exchange when we begin to tug on heaven from earth and heaven comes down and we start ascending up, as we begin to talk about it, it begins to manifest. As you begin to put your focus on, on Jesus, the Savior, the angelic realm, all of God's glory and goodness, then it becomes to manifest in your life. So just be open, open to this experience.
1: You know, we'd attract so many more people if we knew that heaven wanted to invade us at Mass. We'd attract so many new people. You know, I'm going to tell you something. You don't need to go and get people to come to your services. If God is active in your services, the people will tell other people. That's real. We had 13 years, by the grace of God, at the espousal retreat house. 13 years of people telling other people something is happening on a Wednesday night at the espousal retreat house. We didn't have to... Go get a billboard. Come to the espousal on Wednesday nights. People told people about it. That's the best way that you want to spread the word of God through people. When something's happening, it's got to be something is happening. People getting healed. People getting delivered. It was that man that came to us, and he says, I came with the miracle in my pocket. He came with his cane, and by the end of the service, he was dancing without the cane. He says, I came looking for a miracle, and I received it. This is God. This is God doing these things. Or the lady that had two hearing aids, and I had the word of knowledge. Somebody is being healed of deafness. She comes up to me, she takes her uh, ear, the ear things out of her head. And she says, what am I going to do with them now that I can hear? I said, use them as relics. Mm-hmm. I was only kidding. The next day, she went to her boss. They worked in a Christian bookstore. He was deaf. and You know what she said? Kiss my relics. And he got healed. I was only kidding. I was only kidding. But you see on earth as it is in heaven, things happen, things happen. And when things happen, people start broadcasting it. When we started the Cynical, when God started the Cynical, we had hundreds of people who came to us. We had people from Boston College that was uh, professors there that came to us. Why? Because something was happening. Something was happening. It's all about bringing heaven to the earth. Something's happening. We need the outpouring of the Spirit. We need the overshadowing of the Spirit. We need the power of the Holy Spirit. We need all that. And you know what? On earth as it is in heaven.
2: Amen. And the good news, this isn't some, something distant from you this is for you you know when the power of God is in the meetings you don't have to advertise it when the power of God is present in your life you don't need to advertise Jesus you just do through your life and all of a sudden you become a portal for people to come to you and find salvation through you what's in your heart shines on your face. So let your face shine bright with the glory of God. Let the love of God emanate out of you. You know, we carry an atmosphere where we go. Do I, I ask myself, do I carry an atmosphere of joy in the Holy Spirit and love by the grace of God? Or do I carry an atmosphere of not peace and unbelief and being a downer. You know that when you come across people, you can, you feel the atmosphere they carry. But the way you carry this heavenly atmosphere so that not only you can bring people to heaven, you can live in this glory and heavenly atmosphere is like Mary sitting by the feet of Jesus, sitting in front of the Eucharist, reading your Bible just letting God minister to you, taking time, take time today to just sit there and let God minister to you. And then these works and all these miraculous things will flow out of you. And the good news is that the meetings are coming back the Wednesday after Ash Wednesday at St. John the Baptist. Father Tom is starting up his charismatic prayer meetings again and like the spirit moved back then we serve the same god today and i have complete faith the spirit will move like that today and you're all invited but right now lord we're going to just pray for that you just re- for the release of your glory a release of your angels a release of your love a release of all of heaven right now let everyone who's listening have an experience that they know that they were born to release heaven on this earth you were born to release heaven upon this earth to release heaven upon your families to release heaven upon your life you know we pray that the burning ones the angels of fire come upon every listener right now to just burn us in the fire of God The fire of God consumes everything it touches. You know, we pray for the love of God to fill us and inflow the Holy Spirit. Without me, you can do nothing, says Jesus, but through me, all things are possible. So, what do you need in your life? Because through Jesus, it's possible. Through your unbelief, it's not. But through him, all things are possible. Do you need a healing? Do you need your family restored? Do you need divine restoration? What do you need? Because Jesus is always on the precipice of doing a miracle for you. He's always on the precipice of drawing you closer to himself and gaining intimacy through you and for you and to you. He's always has the next ten steps planned, and He's just waiting for you to trust Him and your surrender, so you can fill Him. Lord, we pray, like God's people, that You keep us under the cloud by day, and send down Your fire by night. We pray for dreams and visions of you, of letting all, me, Father Tarman, and letting You know. That God has such a such a glorious future for you. He really does. He has every good deed you'll ever do written in his book and he has so many things for you. And he has so much love. You're being inflowed with the love of God right now. Because when you sit at Jesus' feet, when you worship the Lord, and listening to Father Tom is a form of worship. You know, looking up at the world that God created and knowing that there is a creator Jesus who created this all for you all for you so that you can walk in this world as Jesus walked in this world and walk in joy you become filled so f- more f- more filling more filling lord and let your light let your light just illumine all of our dark areas let uh, your light illumine us so we can illumine this world The world needs to be illumined with the light of Christ.
1: We are in a dark world. We kill our children from the womb. Our elderly are being killed. We are in a dark world. It's the society of darkness. It's the society of sin. And not many people talk about it. Let's listen now. The 11th chapter, verse 5. And Jesus said to them suppose one of you had a friend and you go to him at midnight and say to him friend lend me three loaves of bread for a friend of mine has arrived and I have nothing to set before him and he answers from within do not bother me the door has already been locked and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give him anything, because he is his friend, at least because of his persistence, he will get up and give him whatever he needs. Mothers, be persistent in your prayers. For your children, but let them go. Don't hold on to them. You need to let them go. So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened for you. For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who searches, finds. Everyone who knocks, The door will be open. Listen to this. Is there anyone among you, if your child would ask you for a fish, you'd give him a snake instead of a fish. Or if your child asks for an egg, you give him a scorpion. If you then, who are evil, sinful, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Father in heaven Give the Holy Spirit to those who ask. How much more? Much more. We need to ask for the Holy Spirit. We need his guidance. We need his power. We need his presence. We have nothing but him. He brings us to Jesus. So you've got to keep on asking. You've got to keep on seeking. You've got to keep on knocking. Your persistence in prayer will win you your favor, but you've got to do it in faith. But then you let go of the children. When a mother is praying for her children, they don't have a chance. They're going to come to Christ. I know that. Or when a nun is praying for people, (laughs) I'm going to tell you, you don't have to worry. They're going to come to Jesus Christ. I tell you, Ask, and it shall be given unto you. But you don't ask with faith. That lady that I had last night, when I said to her, the Lord's going to resolve it, she couldn't believe that. But you know what? I believed it for her. We can do that. Believe for people who don't have the faith at the time. Remember the man that they lowered through the roof, Jesus saw their faith, the faith of the four men that lowered him through the roof in front of Jesus. Faith is something that you do. It's called love, faith working through love. It's all about love, and love is substantial. Love is great. Love is powerful. Love does things that cannot be done. Oh, yes, how much more will the Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask you today for the gift of the Holy Spirit. We ask you today for the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We ask you today for the power of the Holy Spirit. We ask you today for the overshadowing of the Holy Spirit. We ask you today for the might of the Holy Spirit. We ask you today for the answered prayer of the Holy Spirit, of the Holy Spirit. How much more will the Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? Much more, much more, much more. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, Pray for our sinners, now and at the hour of our death, amen. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Can you say that? Can you say that to the Lord? Behold the servant of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. And the word was made flesh, and it really means, and pitched his tent among us, like in the Old Testament, the tent that held the presence of God. Now, the presence of God is in Jesus Christ. He pitched his tent among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary. Mother of God, pray for our sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. Blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Father, let heaven open up. Let heaven open up and bestow on us the gift of the Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. God bless you. Amen.